For over 80 years, Agriculture Financial Services Corporation has been providing leading, innovative, and client-focused risk management and financial solutions to grow agriculture in Alberta. Welcome to AFSC's limited podcast series. Our goal is to provide you with interesting and informative guests that participate in or support the agriculture industry in Alberta. I'm your host, Ed Tenhope with AFSC. Today, I'm proud to be joined by Leona Staples. Leona is one of seven women to be awarded the Influential Women in Canadian Agriculture Award for 2021. In this podcast, we talk to Leona about the award, about their family farm called the Jungle Farm, and about her thoughts of being a leader in agriculture. We discuss people, particularly young people, who will shape the future of agriculture and how to prepare them for that. We hope that you enjoy our conversation. I am uh, here today, really excited, really happy. Uh, I'm joined by Leona Staples. Leona, thank you for for being willing to talk to us for a little while today. My first challenge is now, how do I introduce you? Because when I look at the things you're involved in, a, a history of volunteering, you're involved heavily, you know, in. Uh, chair of the board at Olds College, and you run your own farm. But maybe the way to introduce you is to start with the the 2021 Influential Women in Canadian Agriculture Award. Um, you know, that probably sums up who you are um, the best. But, you know, first of all, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. So farm girl raised on this exact same farm that we're now back on. Um, actively involved in 4-H, uh, where I learned that I wanted to be a district home economist, which was an extension agent with Albert Agriculture. And at 13 years old, I had stars in my eyes and loved the home economists I worked with. And so that's what I did. As I went to university, got my Bachelor of Science in Home Economics and started working with the government and had the great pleasure of working with so many farm families and it just filled that need of me wanting to continue to educate and be educated in the whole world of agriculture and keep that connection that had always been important to me. And uh, then I got married and uh, we had the great opportunity of being out at Gold Eye Centre, which again, direct connection to agriculture, it's all the rural cooperatives own this educational youth facility and my husband and I managed it for five years which set us up to a perfect spot. My mom and dad were ready to retire and we came back to the family farm with two boys at that time. Um, and we were asked to join in the Spell Growers, which is a group of five farm families. And each of us grows different things and we market it together and we were asked to grow strawberries. So in 1996, we journeyed back home, started our strawberry crop and intent was to sell them only at farmer's markets. And then we had this uh, 1997, the first strawberries went to the farmer's market and people showed up on our doorstep to UPIC. And, and really that was the turning point in where we went and how we are where we are today. So now we are open about six months of the year to the public. And I get again to share that passion of agriculture, growing food and putting it right in the hands of the people who are going to eat it and really connecting with people which was a passion I had as a youth and now I get to live it every day. And, and my parents were ra raised us, you know, as equal partners. They were on the farm, farming uh, traditional grain and cattle. And we've expanded our offerings on the farm quite a bit further than that. 
But that's what I grew up with is that, you know, agriculture was intended for everyone to, to participate in. And my, my parents were wonderful volunteers. Anything that we were involved in as kids, that's what they were involved in. And so that's what I've done. You know, my husband and I have been involved in all the things our children, now they're all adults and uh, starting to come back to the farm. So, you know, that circle is just keep, keeps getting a little bigger, which is pretty awesome. One one thing, um, you know, before we go to the next question, I noticed on your website, um, you're a hundred year family farm, a hundred year and then some. And that's, you know, I know my grandpa come and settled. That kind of history is always important to me. It really resonates with people. Um, just, you know, briefly here, that's a lot of history on that farm. <laughs> it is, yeah. So my great-grandparents uh, were settling in the Alberta area when Homestead Act was in place. They actually didn't homestead this piece of land. They actually purchased it to be beside uh, my great uncle. And uh, they had two children. One went to war and was killed in the war. So my grandfather uh, got to farm. And I can't honestly tell you whether he wanted to farm, but at that stage in the world, that's what he got to do. And uh, then he had four children, my dad being the youngest. And I said, my dad always had dirt running through his veins. He was a true farmer. He loved the land. He loved learning. He loved um, the growing of food. And I got, I'll be quite honest, I did not intend to come home to the farm. I, I really wanted to be out and be involved in that whole world of extension. So it was my husband who wanted to, to farm. And when my parents were looking to come back or looking to, to retire, uh, my husband's family farm was uh, being farmed by his brothers. And so the opportunity was available for us to come back here to the farm. And so that, you know, that kind of got us back onto the farm and involved. And because we do all these extra things on our farm, it fills, you know, the desires and the needs I need to continue on with the things that were really important and passionate. I was passionate about. Well, I mean, it's, it's so, <clears throat> sounds like you to hear this talk about wanting to, to, think beyond your farm gates or to be influential with people in people around you in your community and you know what a better sort of example or testament to that than the 2021 influential women in canadian agriculture award i think you know um only seven women across canada were given that award this year you're one of them you know can you talk a little bit about what that means to you well i mean that is I was honored to be asked if I, if my, my banker put my name forward and, and to me, that was the honor. And I, I said, I don't expect it to go any further. Canada's a pretty broad place. <laughs> There's an awful lot of women that do a lot of things in agriculture um, that have influenced what goes on around them. So, I mean, it, it, it was pretty exciting to get the notification that I had been chosen as one of those women. Um, but I've been surrounded by, you know, influential women all my life working, you know, working um, in the government. I was surrounded by amazingly strong leaders and, and women who are just as passionate about agriculture and, and farm women and farm men as I was. And, you know, that kind of started my career off. But, you know, as a, as a young child, I watched my mom combine and help my father seed. You know, if dad was out doing things that wasn't independent, um, part of the farm she was 
putting the garden into the freezer and and into jars. So, you know, I've always had um, really strong leaders around me. And then when we came back to the farm and we were asked to join in the spell growers, it's five farms. And if you were to come to our weekly meetings, you would see it's mostly women. And, you know, they inspire me every, every day to see what they're doing and how they're expanding and doing different things and learning and growing their farms. And I know it's a partnership because it is on our farm and on all these other farms that we work with. It's a partnership to make the family and the farm work together. But to be around those strong leaders in agriculture is, is a great way to um, continue to develop you know, I'm glad you brought that up and I'm glad you talked about, you know, the role models you had in your life. We all get brought to where we are by other people along the way. And, um, you know, it's just such an important part of of how this community sort of benefit from it. And with that in mind, when you talk to young people, what advice would you give them, especially young women, but all young people, you know, who are coming to be part of the agriculture industry um, you know, to develop and learn how to leverage their own leadership skills. You know, there's a, I, I look at some of the young women. I also have young men that work with me on my farm, and which is another joy I have is every year in the spring, I get these young people that get to help me with my school tours and on the farm and with the UPIC, and I get to see what they're doing. I just had a young gal work with me this spring who actually went off to another opportunity, and I wish her well with it. But I, I'm so inspired by her and what her goals and visions and dreams are. Um, but I just, I love hearing what they have to say. And I'm, I, like I say, in the summer, I'm surrounded by these young people. They're usually 25 or less. And to get their um, enthusiasm about where their profession is. But if there's anyone at all interested in agriculture, they, I seem to gravitate to them. And um, they seem to gravitate to me. And, uh, and, and I just, I get great pleasure and joy in, in seeing their agriculture through their eyes. But I think if I was talking to someone who was looking to go into agriculture, I think there's agriculture so big. And I don't know that, that I understand the breadth and depth that is agriculture, um, you know, because it is more than grain and cattle and horticulture. And it's, it's so big, you know, it's such a big, broad field and there's just so many opportunities and our youngest son actually is going to old college this fall for ag tech and you know i think that's a really cool opportunity is this whole world of technology and what does that mean and and in in air culture and that's a whole new field and and so i think the opportunities that our government in alberta have just put forward saying let's let these young people have opportunities to work and do apprenticeship beyond the traditional apprenticeship and really understand if this is where they want to be. I, I think that's brilliant. I really think that's brilliant. And, and that's what I encourage. There's kids that come and work with me and they say, I despise this job. And I said, then good, go get another opportunity to learn. Go know that this isn't what you want to do. So you no need to go get an education so you can do something you do want to do. Because we all should be doing something we're really passionate about. And, and I, I, I do have kids that are really passionate here, but this isn't what they're going to do, you know, for the rest of their life. But I just think there's some huge opportunities in agriculture right now. And I think the world really, the spotlight this last year shone so brightly on agriculture where people were concerned about food and we haven't been concerned about food since the war. And I, I think that 
that that's a good opportunity for us in agriculture to share all the opportunities that are out there for these young people, which is which is massive and so broad and wide that it it is not the traditional let's sit on the tractor and go round and round in circles. You know, I was going to ask you as a leader in agriculture, you know, what is your vision or your passion? And I already know the answer. It's actually people. And but like, where do you want to see this industry go? Um, well, personally, I think I could be good friends with, with the, the previous <laughs> president's uh, wife because she believes in um, healthy eating. And, you know, who's going to create healthy food? It's going to be agriculture. And it's going to be us, the people who produce the food. And so, you know, I, I do, I think of this all the time and try to connect young people. And I'm talking young people. So one of my little gems on my farm is our ABC preschool program. And it's an eight-week program. Parents sign up for it. It's a one hour a week parented. We do a letter. And so S is for strawberries. We're going to learn that strawberries are red. We're going to learn how to pick them. We're going to eat them. We're going to learn a little bit about how they grow. These are all little snippets because these are young, young children. But they can enjoy broccoli in the field, in, you know, out in the garden. And they can enjoy peas. And they can enjoy corn. And they can learn how bees work. And there's so much they can learn where they connect to the food and they eat healthy. So parents will tell me, this all the time my kids will eat broccoli when it comes from the jungle farm it's not a far leap then for them to say oh that's broccoli and I like it at the jungle farm so now mom's going to put it on my plate and I'm going to eat broccoli and I don't want to demonize broccoli because I love broccoli but you know I just think that kids connecting to food is is something as agriculture we can really do and I I know I'm really blessed where I am because we see people here all the time and yes at the end of the day sometimes I'm really tired and I just don't want to answer the same question again and again but we as agriculture need to answer that same question again and again because people just don't know and what I think is normal that people should know because I grew up with it just surrounding me I don't know who taught it to me it was just around me I guess my parents but it's just part of my innate knowledge isn't part of most people's knowledge. So our youngest son is 19. Uh, when, when he went to school, he went with one other farm, true farm kid in his class. Our older boys had quite a few more, but you know, I just, we are getting further and further from the farm and I can bring it right to the doorstep of those families that want to connect to where their food comes from and how it grows. And I'm growing things they can eat immediately. So I know we need hay and we need grain and we need cows and we need, you know, dairy and we, we need all these things to have the whole basket of food. But our industry and horticulture with, you know, specifically what we're doing can really bring the food to the people where they can truly understand what hail does to a farm. They don't understand when the canola field turns green after a hailstorm. They don't understand that. And how can they? How can they? Unless you're a farm kid that grew up with it and watched the devastation in your parents' eyes when that happened, right? Like, <laughs> we just know it. And, and so we, we need to somehow do a better job in connecting. And yet our, our industry has to be protected you know, from biosecurity and all those other things. 
and I can do some of that connecting. So I, you know, I, I just think it's so important. It's healthy eating, you know, we're seeing health issues rising that can be con- corrected and, and controlled by food, good, wholesome food. That's what we do and agriculture is grow good wholesome food you i mean you do talk on your website about um touch and see farming about people and especially kids don't know where their food comes from and and like you already alluded to the relationship they have with their food and with the people who produce it depends on that so when you looked at your farm and planned out your farm it's like agritourism slash agri-education slash food awareness can you talk about the thought process that went into building your farm the way it, it is now to meet those goals? I'll be quite honest. It, it's, it's these amazing families that came and said, we want to do X, Y, Z. And I, we then look at it and go, well, can we do that? Do other people want to do that? And we kind of toss it out. And if it's something that's taken up, then we do more of it. Right. Um, but like there are school tours. So we see lots of children come through with our school tours unfortunately not the last two years but we will again um and you know that started because my son was in grade five and he wanted his classmates to come to his to the the farm and i went to his kindergarten teacher and i said mrs wagner can you bring the children out here and she said yes we can and i said can you help me with putting together a little bit of a program and do an evaluation and she said yes we can and and now we have thousands of children come to our farm and that's where it started from you know and i just took the knowledge I had from the work I did with the government, the extension work and knew how to create programs and how to, you know, the work I, I did in 4-H and how to create things that are youth-based and, and we just start putting the pieces together for that. And, you know, our ABC program, I'll be quite honest, I stole that idea from a farm in the States that I heard they did 26 weeks every letter of the alphabet and i thought well we're in alberta we definitely can't do 26 (laughs) weeks um because we don't even have 26 weeks of growing time but but i thought well i can do something like that and yeah so it's what are people asking for and it's as simple as we built our office i don't know how many years ago we built our office and and one of my customers said you are going to put a store in your office so you can offer it year round uh well i wasn't really planning but that's a brilliant idea i will do that and you know and now we can offer our preserves and frozen items and the and the produce that we can store we can offer it year-round because i have a store in the middle of the you know in the winter time as well as one in the summertime so it's just really listening to what they have to say and i'll i i also know i when we came home and we were just farming I'm not a I'm not a farmer at heart. I I love the idea of growing up on the farm. I I love the idea of raising our boys on the farm, but I'm truly not a farmer. And so I didn't have the piece that I needed, which is the people and the education. And so it was me seeking those out and figuring out how to incorporate it into our farm that made some of the changes and decisions that we had. So it's kind of the two pieces, the the public saying this is what we want and me needing pieces of it and then trying to meld meld them together to come up with something that really works. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future as our sons become involved because their interests aren't the same as mine. You know, I have a real grower. I have one who's really like his dad and, and gets real pleasure out of experimenting and trying new things and growing. And, you know, I don't expect him to be doing some of the things that I love doing because you can't do it if you don't love it. You know, right. you can't educate kids. 
despise them. <laughs> so if you, if you think of, you know, let's say one of our listeners or somebody out there says, you know, my kids don't know enough about food and agriculture or <clears throat> my cousin's kids or the neighbor kids or people in our, you know, classmates. Um, then there is your farm. What would be sort of the typical experience of someone coming or what are the possibilities? How can you, what would kids expect when they come to experience on your farm? Well, we have lots of families that are not part of any of our programs and just come and pick strawberries and, and get the pleasure of picking strawberries and vegetables that so we have a play area. Um, and that's just, that's open to the public anytime, anytime we're open in season. Um, so, you know, those would be, those would be typical things that, that the, that the average person can just come and enjoy and do. Um, but we also do have lots of group bookings and day, day homes and, day camps and schools and et cetera, et cetera, that book and have specific programs. So it could be jam making, it could be pie making, pickle making, it could, you know, it, it could be many different things. We just kind of say, what do you want to learn? And let's see what we can put together for them. Um, but, you know, the average family, they're going to come here and enjoy what's here at the time they're here. So if they're in the season that is strawberry picking, likely they're going to pick strawberries and hopefully they're going to try some of the vegetables that we have and and learn and and see how those are picked as well and that's what I you know the students that I have working with me I just need them to be really great people people <laughs> and I can teach them how to dig a potato and you know learn how to store it and the, all that stuff these these young people are smart enough to figure all those other pieces out when I share it with them they just need to like really like people and want to help them and give them extraordinary experience when they're here at the farm and and that's what we want to do is help families create memories where they're connecting to the food and to the farm because they don't have grandma's farm or uncle's farm anymore and um and they just they yet they still remember it and they want to give that experience to their children so we're, we're, we are a real farm, like we really farm, but the experience would be slightly different than if they were to go and visit a, a farm that was growing hay. You know, they're not likely to have a big playground mm -hmm. equipment and a store with strawberry shortcake and, you know, those <laughs> kinds of other extra things. And not all farms or industries are really just that conducive to no, uh, bringing right. in a group no, of people. Right. No, no, that's right. And, you know, there is some real biosecurities and there's, you know, insurance issues and bathrooms and parking. And, you know, you really got to commit to to say you're going to do that because it's, it's just a different infrastructure. No different than building a barn, right? Like that's a different infrastructure that you need for this type of industry. And there's lots of farms all across can Canada you know, that offer this type of experience and opportunity. Alberta isn't super rich in these number of farms, but there's quite a few. And, you know, there's an association, like, you know, anyone can, can go on to the Alberta Farm Fresh Producers Association website and look up a farm that's close to them and see what experiences and opportunities they might have available for, you know, them to connect. And, and if nothing else, find food that is locally sourced, you know, finding the beef that you can go and talk to the farmer and, and see how they raised it and and learn from them on their practices there and and be able to choose the type of meat or the type of 
bread or the t- whatever you would you know that you want that's important to your family because this is what you know food has become more than just nourishing our body it's it's some of it ethical too about what's important to your family any any final comments leona we talked about the the three big things the award you've won your own farm your work with the college um anything else you'd like to just say to the farming community before we sign off you know i think i think agriculture is at such a beautiful spot right now with the focus being on agriculture and the people's need to better understand their food and we need to take that in a positive light and um, try to supplement that in whatever format that is and you know it's great that we have a lot of these industry representative groups that can do some of that work because I totally understand that we cannot have public on every farm um, due to safety and biosecurity but there's still ways of educating and people are still interested to know that type of information and there is there's so many new and interesting things I I hope we see more and more value added happening in Alberta we're such good producers in this province that it would be great to see more things created from what we are growing um, right here in this province and that puts more jobs right into our province in agriculture and that might be in food development. It, you know, the, I mean, the, the sky is the limit. And, and it's an exciting place to be right now, agriculture is. And I think people are, are keen and interested in our industry. Um, and that is great. I think that's just great. But here at our farm, we, you know, our, our goal is just to, to, to continue to grow that great food and to help families learn and create memories that connect them to a farm. And that's, that's the little piece of the world that I can change is what happens on our farm. Thank you for joining us on our latest installment of AFSC's podcast series. I want to thank Leona Staples for joining us today. For more information on the topics we discussed today, please visit agwomen.ca to read about the Influential Women in Canadian Agriculture Award. For more information on Olds College, please see oldscollege.ca. And to read about The Jungle Farm, visit thejunglefarm.com. Thank you for listening and we look forward to talking to you again soon.